Mix104.9.com.au for all the latest news and information now. 360 with Katie Wolf. Everyone is listening. Mix 104.9, 100% NT. Quite a bit happening around the place. We know that at the moment, doctors are calling for more effective communication strategies to convince people to get the COVID-19 vaccine, warning that Aussies are sitting ducks until a much larger portion of the population is protected. So the Australian Medical Association nationally is worried about the COVID-19 complacency that we are seeing. And earlier in the week, we did indeed talk about uh, the number of Territorians who've been vaccinated. Uh, we know that we're not really where we should be at this point in time. Uh, the Chief Minister talked us through why we are in the situation that we're in um, and that we are looking at, you know, when we go out to some of the remote communities, vaccinating the whole community at once. Um, and some of those things are having a bit of an impact on the number of people that have been vaccinated in the Territory so far. But joining us on the line right now to talk further about this, the head of the Australian Medical Association Association's Northern Territory branch, Dr Robert Parker. Good morning to you. Morning, Katie. I'm talking to you from Cold Hobart. Are you? College Congress, yeah. Oh, there you go. Well, uh, we're working hard, no doubt, uh, but I'm not envious of you being freezing cold there, Dr Parker. That's right. <laughs> it's beautiful here at the moment. Now, uh, I do want to talk to you about this situation where we've got doctors nationally calling for a more effective communication strategy in an effort to try to convince people to get the COVID-19 vaccine, warning that Aussies are sitting ducks until a much larger portion of the population is protected. Dr Parker, what needs to happen here? Well, Katie, I think uh, thank, thanks to all the very significant health protection measures that the Australian government has done up to date, we are very well, we have been very well protected. Um, and unfortunately, sort of, it's an era of unreality because the virus is still around. I mean, there's probably no better case at the moment than Taiwan, where they've done a very effective health program. No one was immunised. Now they've got a massive problem where the viruses come in and there's massive community concern and pressure for people to get vaccinated when there's very low vaccination rates. Really, this virus is going to be around the planet probably for the next few years. And really the only effective measure we've got at the moment to deal with it is vaccination. Mm. Um, And, um, you know, again, I think people... I mean, we've had these lockdowns in Melbourne. We've had the occasional lockdowns in other states where people have suddenly become aware of the very real consequences of COVID. We've escaped the massive consequences overseas where there's been very large numbers of people affected, large numbers of deaths, which have affected a lot of families personally. Yeah. And I think that's made people a lot more aware of the value of vaccination. So good on the Australian government for keeping us safe. But if we need to progress forward, we need to. We all need to be vaccinated. Yeah, and uh, and it does seem as though we are a little bit complacent here in Australia. I think you've hit the nail on the head there. We've just not been impacted in the same way that people in other countries have been. So I guess to some degree we feel a bit removed from it all. You know, how can we really entice people to get out there and roll up their sleeves? Well, again, part of the whole issue, of course, is this fear about the AZ vaccination for people under 50. And I think people have got a right to be fearful. Um, but to be well informed, and it is a very, very rare event, um, this, this, this issue of blood clots. Um, but I think people, again, may be waiting for the more availability of the Pfizer vaccine. Yeah. I mean, if I'm over 50, it's probably everyone's aware, so I'd be rushing in to get the AZ. I've had the Pfizer vaccine, but yep. if I hadn't, I would have been very happy to have the AZ vaccine. Um, and I think everyone 
you know, has got a right to be informed and also concerned about the type of vaccine they get. But as soon as the appropriate vaccination is available, they've got, I suppose, a duty to their, them, their families and society mm. to get the vaccine as soon as possible. Now, um, we know here in the Northern Territory, the rollout really hasn't been as, uh, well, the take-up, I should say, hasn't been as good as what we would hope. Um, I said to the Chief Minister on Monday, on Tuesday, we know that now in Alice Springs, anybody over the age of 16 is actually eligible to go and get the vaccine. It's a similar situation, I understand, in our other um, regional towns. Um, Do you reckon we just need to bite the bullet and do the same here in Darwin? Anybody over the age of 16 should be eligible. Yeah, of course they should. And of course, the problem is, um, as I've always emphasised, we've got 30% of the population of the Territory is Indigenous. This population is very vulnerable to COVID because of the large amounts of other illness that they have. Um, And, um, you know, the fact is, if it gets into a place like Darwin or Alice Springs, it's highly likely to spread out to the communities. Some of the communities, such as the Peewees, are very enthusiastically embraced the vaccination program and good on them. Mm. I think that's great, but um, I think there is a risk if, you know, if it gets into Darwin or Alice Springs, it's highly likely to get out to the communities and particularly where there hasn't been vaccinated individuals, it's likely to lead to very significant problems for those individuals. Yeah. And Dr Parker, I mean, there's been discussion today, uh, this morning, about an interstate vaccine passport. I mean, would having to have something like that, do you reckon, motivate people uh, to get their vaccination? Potentially, yeah. I think anything that works, and maybe you have to use a bit of the carrot, a bit of the stick. But I think, again, this era of complacency that's currently affecting the Australian population Mm. is a real concern. And, I mean, you know, Taiwan is a very good example of you get complacent and and look what happens. So um, I think we need to be very active in this process to get the entire population vaccinated as soon as possible. And Dr Parker, you are the head of the AMA, the Australian Medical Association for the Northern Territory, the President. What would you say to anybody listening this morning who thinks that the vaccine is not necessary? Be informed, look at the news about Taiwan, look at what's happened in the UK and US where there's been large numbers of people who've died from it and how enthusiastically those populations have adopted vaccination because they real they recognise how dangerous this virus is and what can happen to people. Dr Robert Parker, anything else we should be aware of this morning before we let you go? Well, it looks like we may have had a result with a road and a second road into Roldo and Hospital. I understand there has been a study that has recommended a second road into Roldo and Hospital, so we can reckon we can avoid the total chaos that occurred last year when we had a blockage to the only entrance. So we're certainly going to be pursuing that with the health minister to see if we can uh, get a second road into RDH developed as soon as possible. Oh, good on you. I know that this is something you've been pushing hard for and uh, and no doubt all of the staff out there at Royal Darwin Hospital, particularly after what we saw last year, uh, let us know how you progress with that. We'd be keen to catch up again. All right, that'll be good. Thanks, Thank Katie. you. That is Dr Robert Parker there, the head of the AMA.